0: Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield. I'm so very thrilled that you've shown up here today, so thanks for being here. Today's episode was actually inspired by a previous episode I recorded with the lovely Melanie Duncan. It was episode number 114, a huge hit, so if you missed it, definitely go check it out. It was an episode where we talked all things sales pages, like what goes into a sales page to make sure it converts, what are some of the key ingredients, what makes it really valuable, and what makes people want to actually buy from a sales page. We talked all about that in episode number 114. Now, during that episode, we touched on the power and impact of testimonials. And I realized that could be a separate episode all about testimonials, why they're important, and really what makes a testimonial convert well for you on a sales page or really anywhere else you wanna use it inside of your marketing strategies. So that is why I'm doing this episode today. I wanna get deeper into testimonials because here's the thing. When you're building your audience, you want them to know who you are. Then you want them to like you. And ultimately, you want them to trust you. And to build that trust, you need social proof. You need credibility. You need other people raising their hand in saying that they not only know and like you, but that you played a crucial role in getting them results. And that's exactly what testimonials can do for you. Derek Halpern has a lot of good content out there about getting great testimonials. And he says that your prospects want to know what others think of you. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Plain and simple. I couldn't agree more. So your testimonials are also a great arena for you to take on objections, but in a way that lets your community speak up for you. So it's a win-win situation. Also, I can draw a direct line from making money in my business to the testimonials that I use inside all of my marketing materials. So if you want to make offers that make money, you've got to have outstanding testimonials. So that's a little bit about why testimonials are so valuable, and today I want to cover the who, what, when, where, and how of testimonials. But before we move on, as always, I've got a really valuable freebie to make this mini training episode come alive for you inside your own business. So what I've done is I've created the anatomy of a high converting testimonial. And I'm going to show you how to turn a bad testimonial into a good testimonial and a good testimonial into an outstanding testimonial. And I'm going to use my own example of a testimonial that I've received to kind of show you the transformation. Because here's the great news. If somebody gives you a testimonial, you don't just have to use it. You can actually go back and say, hey, can we tweak this a little bit as long as you are... Full of integrity and everything that the testimonial says is true, then you can work with the person that gave it to you to make it even better. Because the person that's giving you a testimonial is likely not thinking of the anatomy of a good testimonial. And they're probably not an excellent writer because many of us are not. I don't consider myself an excellent writer. And so sometimes I need to sit down with some testimonials that I get and think, how can we make this better? So my freebie today is going to show you how to transform a testimonial into something that will really allow you and your customers to shine. So to get that, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 119 download because this is episode 119. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 119 download. Or if you like to text, you can text the phrase 119 download to the number 33444. So text the phrase 119 download to the number 33444. This is a really good, well thought out freebie for you. I put a lot of good work into this. My team helped me design it in a way that was going to be really actionable for you to get those testimonials again to help you and your customers shine. Definitely go grab it. Don't waste any time. You're going to love it. Okay. So now that we got the freebie out there, let's go ahead and dive into all things testimonials. Now, as I mentioned earlier, when you get a testimonial from somebody, whether you ask them to send you one or they just sent you one because they love the results they're getting and they wanted to share that with you, you do not need to use the exact testimonial they sent you. Usually, people that are sending you a testimonial have no idea of the anatomy of a really good testimonial. That's why I'm spending the time here with you now to break it down for you. Also, most people are not excellent writers. So- A lot of people are probably a little bit nervous about sending you a testimonial if you ask for one because they're thinking, ah, I'm not a really good writer. I don't know if I can make this sound good. So they do the best that they can. So it's up to you to use this framework I'm giving you to kind of rework it a bit. But what I wanted to say to that was that if you rework it, you always need to get permission from the person that sent you that testimonial so they feel really good with the end result as long as it's true, and as long as the person that gave you the initial testimonial is good with your tweaks, then you, my friend, are off to the races. So just kind of wanted to throw that in there before I get into this. So again, we're going to go through the who, what, when, where, and how, and we're going to start with the who, and I'm going to break this up into a few different sections. The first thing you want to consider is that you want to get testimonials from the different types of people that you are attracting. So, so many of you tell me that you have more than one avatar. So let's say you're a nutritionist and you help both parents of toddlers and expectant moms. Well, you want to make sure that you go after testimonials from both of those different avatars. Really important. And then you can use them in different places depending on your messaging. Now, when I interviewed Melanie Duncan when we talked about sales pages, she also said that you want to get testimonials from your customers, which relates back to those two different avatars I mentioned, but also from your peers. And this is something I've done over the years. So what I mean by that is after you get the testimonials from people that have gone through your programs, I want you to seek out some testimonials from some experts or well-respected people in your niche. So let me give you an example. When I launched Webinars That Convert, I got a testimonial from Michael Hyatt. He's someone I really, really respect, and I know my audience respects him as well, and they look up to him and his strategies. He's just a really smart guy in general. Now, Michael Hyatt did not go through my webinars program, and that's why he gave me a testimonial. Instead, I had given him some tips early on about webinars, and he ran with that and had some amazing results. So, by just a few conversations Michael and I had, he got a great result and gave me a testimonial for that. So, he's an example of one of my peers giving me a testimonial. Now, here's another example. I had a testimonial from Todd Herman, who he's the creator of 90 Day Year. He was also my business coach throughout 2015, the entire year. And so Todd was a testimonial on my Courses That Convert sales page. Todd never went through that program. However, Todd has been through a lot of my content. He's worked with me personally, and he knows that one of my strengths is teaching, And so he drew on that. He drew from what he knew of me and what he really found valuable. And he wrote the most beautiful testimonial I think I've ever gotten about my teaching style. And so it was incredibly valuable. And I knew that a lot of my students knew Todd, looked up to Todd, and they'd find that valuable as well. So that's what I mean by getting testimonials from peers as well as customers. Now, one more thing I'll say about getting testimonials from peers, and that is that you want to make sure you have a connection with them. Of course, you'd never go after a testimonial from someone that hardly knew you, right? That's why the power of networking both online and in person is so incredibly important because if I didn't get myself out there, if I didn't go to some marketing events and some different online strategy events that I do like in person, then I probably wouldn't have the connection with some of my peers that I do. So it's important to get yourself out there and that really plays a part in attracting the right kind of testimonials from people in your industry that your audience looks up to. Okay, so that's all about the who. Who do you want to get testimonials from? Let's move into the what. What is the framework for a great testimonial? Well, in the intro, I mentioned Derek Halpern. And Derek has the perfect testimonial framework that he's talked about on his blog. And I want to break it down and give Derek credit for this because I think he's spot on here. He says, number one, You want to address the problem. This is where you take on objections. So for example, I could never get anyone to actually show up for my webinars. That might be a problem somebody would state in their testimonial. Then you want to address the solution or the new belief. So for example, now I know I needed to use Amy's five-step webinar onboarding sequence to get people to show up live. And then you want the results slash accomplishments. So something like, today I have a 70% show up rate on my webinars, which is totally unheard of in my industry, and I am so very thankful that I learned from Amy. I'm totally making this up, but you get the example. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of, again, Derek's perfect testimonial framework, problem, solution, result. You want specificity as much as possible. So I want to give you that framework to start thinking about how to dissect your testimonials. Now, in the freebie that I promised you, we're going to go over this framework and then some. I have kind of like my own take on things when we break up the anatomy of a high-converting testimonial. So that's why I want to make sure you get that freebie at amyporterfield.com forward slash 119 download. Really worth checking out. All lowercase. So go to shopify.com/slash made easy now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, that shopify.com/slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs, and there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing: Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? So now let's move into the when. When should you be getting testimonials? Now, for those of you who are just starting out and you don't have customers yet, you're thinking, I can't even get testimonials because no one's gone through my programs. We're gonna talk about that in the how, how to get testimonials, especially when you're just starting out. So we'll get there. But when I talk about when to get testimonials, what I want to talk about here is the different type of testimonials you can get. So of course you want to get testimonials for any programs that you have. So people can talk about, yeah, I took Amy's program. Here's the results that I got. Those are really good testimonials to have, of course. But I also have testimonials that talk about my teaching style. I mentioned that when I talked about Todd Herman and the testimonial he gave me. But I have a lot of testimonials from people that have taken my course and they're touching on one area of my skill set or my character, or anything like that. So, how I teach or how I break down content or how organized that I am inside of my programs, or how engaging I am inside of my private Facebook groups. So I'm always looking for testimonials that really round out my skill set and my personality and my character as well. And I'm constantly collecting those. So at the end, I'll talk a little bit about a system that I have in play in my business about what I do with testimonials. But one of the best places that you'll find testimonials is on social media. So when we talk about when should you get testimonials, get them all the time. And one of the best places you'll find people talking about you is on social media. Take screen grabs. And I'll get into that a little bit later, as I promised. But I want you to have testimonials about all the different areas of your business all the different areas that you offer. So I talk a lot about mindset and productivity and list building, of course, and webinars and creating courses. But I also talk about organizing your business, setting goals. So if people are going to give me compliments in those areas, I'm going to use those as testimonials because you never know where they might show up because you also aren't just putting testimonials on sales pages. There's so many other places that you can put them. So that is a perfect segue into the where. Where should you be putting your testimonials? Now, the simple answer is everywhere you are showing your brand. But specifically, I want you to think about putting them, of course, on your sales page, but also inside your webinar slide decks. So if you do webinars, you should be having a few different testimonials sprinkled throughout your webinar presentation so that you can actually showcase people talking about you inside webinars when you're teaching and when you're selling. Also, I'd love to see you put a testimonial on an opt-in page. I did this for many years on my webinar opt-in pages. I had a section that said, what people are saying about Amy's webinars. And they were general comments about my webinar. So that's another thing when we talked about when should you be getting testimonials at all times. And so when I saw people say, I love Amy's webinars, they're so informative, they're packed with value. I feel like they're worth every second of my time. I grab that. We reach out to the person, ask if we can use it. And then I use that as a general testimonial on my webinar opt-in pages. I read somewhere that when you put testimonials on an opt-in page, it builds trust for people to want to give you their name and email. So something to think about. That's a great place to put it. Also, of course, you're going to add testimonials on your website. That's a great place to put it. And then also, sometimes if you're doing free PDFs like lead magnets, if you have a section in a lead magnet where it would make sense to kind of spotlight what somebody said about what you're teaching in that lead magnet, by all means, put it in there. So again, there's so many different places that you can showcase testimonials. So what I want you to do is to become a curator of all things you, meaning every time someone mentions something great about you or your style or character or personality or skill, you are going to collect those as much as possible. Then later you can decide where you're going to use them. So where you're going to put them, you're going to put them everywhere where it makes sense to spotlight you and your brand. Now, for your sales page alone, you can put them in multiple spots. So Melanie talked a little bit about this in that episode 114, but what I love about Melanie's style is that on her business class sales page, so she has a membership program called Business Class And on the sales page, she talks about who this product or program is for. And so let's say it's for coaches and consultants. Well, then what she does is she actually shows you someone that is a coach and then their testimonial, or maybe she'll show you someone that sells physical products, like one of her students that sells physical products, and then she'll show you their testimonial. So while she's actually showcasing testimonials, she's calling out who her product is a good fit for. And I loved that. So she's actually kind of killing two birds with one stone, which is such a horrible statement now that I just said that out loud, but my mom has said it all her life. So anyway, I think that was the first time I've literally ever used that. Now it sounds really morbid, but you get what I'm saying here. You're actually tackling two things at once, who the program is for and a glowing testimonial that shows people what other people think about you. So that's a cool way to use testimonials. You can check that out on Melanie's business class sales page. I know that I linked to it in that other episode. Okay. So moving on, we've already gone through the who, what, when and where. In this next section, I want to talk about the how. So how are you getting these testimonials? Now, the coolest way to get testimonials is when people just send them to you. They literally just email you and say, I've got to share with you about the results that I got once I went through your program. That's the best, easiest way to get a testimonial, probably not the way most of us get testimonials. I definitely get things emailed to me, but that's not the number one way I curate testimonials. So one of the ways that I curate good testimonials is that inside my program, usually near the end, I'll say, okay, so we've reached the end of the program. And what I'd love for you to do is tell me all about your wins, your small wins and your big wins. Here's a dedicated email. You can email me at any time and let me know you know, what you're working on, what kind of results that you're getting, what you struggled with, and now what have you been able to break through and see transformation with. So I give them a few things to prompt them, but literally in my last video in some of my programs... I will mention, I'd love to hear from you. Here's an email where you can send me all the details because some people don't want to do it publicly on social media or inside your private Facebook groups. So give them an outlet to send you information. I also follow up to my past customers and I'll ask them for testimonials. I'll ask them about their experiences and what worked for them. And again, ask them just to reply to this email And let me know. And most of the time, what will happen is we'll get testimonials from people, and then my team will follow up with them and get more detail. Because again, most people won't give you a glowing testimonial. They think they're giving you one, but it's not exactly one that's going to convert well for you. That's why the anatomy of a high converting testimonial was the freebie for this episode, because I want to show you what a bad, good, and outstanding testimonial would look like. So Some of you might be saying, okay, me, I'm brand new. I don't even have any customers yet, but I want to sell this program. What am I going to do about the lack of testimonials? Well, one of my mentors, Marie Forleo, says this in a classic blog she wrote, that you can offer your services for free or at a discounted rate to, let's say, three or six clients in exchange for real client reviews for testimonials. Or sometimes people ask for reviews In advance because they're not going to assume that you're going to have a glowing testimonial. So they'll say, okay, if you go through my program at this discounted rate or for free, I'd love to know what you think and what kind of results you got at the end. So you're doing that in exchange. So I definitely did that in my early days. People would go through my programs for free and they'd give me their testimonials. And so I'll link to that episode in my show notes so you can read a little bit more about what Marie suggests to get testimonials when you're just starting out. Now, another thing you can do is you can look for them in social media Now, if you have a private Facebook group for any of your programs, this is the place that you're going to get the best testimonials. For example, inside my webinars that convert private Facebook group, it is amazing how daily people are popping up saying, I just did my first webinar and here's the results that I got and then they'll lay it out. And when people do five-figure results, that's kind of a big deal inside of our private Facebook group because that's our first initial goal, to get five figures on your first webinar strategy. And so when they do that, I'm always taking snapshots and saving that and following up with the person because- In my webinars program, I say my goal is to get you your first five figure webinar. So, when people are saying they did it, of course, I want to talk about them inside my webinars, on my sales page, on my webinar opt in page. Like, I want to put that everywhere. So, private Facebook groups are a great place to foster testimonials. Now, In addition to that, social media in general is going to help you. So on your Facebook page, pay close attention to when people say anything great about an experience they had with you, which leads me to talk to you a little bit about getting a system together. So this is something that we've been working on inside my business for years now because we never really had a good system. And then I realized when it came time to sit down and create a new sales page, we were super scattered with where our testimonials were. So now what we've done is we've created a Google Doc and a Dropbox folder for testimonials. And basically the way it works, and you can make it work best for your business, but what we always do is when we see a good testimonial, we take a screen grab and we actually save it as a physical file in Dropbox and we'll put it into different folders. So let's say someone posted a great testimonial about my webinars course, it will go into the webinars that convert Dropbox folder. And so we have the actual screen grab of exactly what they said. And then what we do is we started a Google Doc where we just basically track which testimonials we have. So we'll put the date that we got it. We'll actually copy and paste the actual testimonial into the Google Doc. And then we'll have columns for something like, have we followed up with the person yet? Do we have permission to use this testimonial? And do we have their headshot? So once we get permission to use the testimonial and we have their headshot, then we'll also save that into Dropbox accordingly into different folders. I'm all about the folders in Dropbox to keep things organized. So I just wanted to kind of give you a snapshot of that because it's really important to get a system together. That way you have a database and you can go through and you can say, oh, this is a great snapshot of a testimonial from Jane. I should follow up with her to see if we can clean it up. Turn it into an outstanding testimonial. And then from there, we can use it on the sales page. So you don't have to always follow up with people immediately when you take a screen grab of something good someone said. You can follow up with them later if you want, once you're ready to use it. But if you want to get it in front of them right when they posted it, because they're like in the moment, that's probably a better practice. So if someone says something really nice about you on social media, you want to get in front of them right away because it's fresh in their mind, probably a better idea if you have the bandwidth to do so. But let's talk a little bit about what that follow-up looks like. So once you look at the anatomy of a high converting testimonial, this will make more sense. But if you get a testimonial from somebody and it's not really specific, it's not really addressing the objection that someone might have, and it's not specifically addressing, you know, what that result looked like once they got past that obstacle, then you want to go back to them and you're not going back to them saying, hey, can I use this testimonial instead? And you've already rewritten it. So that is a big no, no. The process here is you going back to them and either getting on Skype with them, which is probably the best thing you can do, or going back and forth with them on email, I guess is good, but you're going to get a better testimonial if you get on Skype and you're going to ask them about their experience. You're going to say, okay, tell me what did life look like before you took the course? What did you struggle with? What did you overcome based on what you learned in the course? And what specific examples did you get? How long did it take you to get those examples? What did your numbers look like before? What do they look like now? So you're just collecting as much information as you can. From there, you'll thank them, tell them you're going to follow up with them. You'd like to kind of rework the testimonial a little bit, building in their story. And then you'll say, I'll follow up with you though, just to make sure you're 100% good with the testimonial once I'm done. So you can let them know you're going to enhance it a bit based on the information they just gave you. So you can go rework it, go back to them and say, this is what I came up with. How do you feel about this? So to me, I feel like that's the best way to do it. There's other ways you can do it. You can ask them before they even write the initial testimonial to include these specifics. So you can give them a few guidelines. But I feel like when I do the work and then put it in front of them and maybe they want to tweak one or two things, that way I'm not putting it all on them. That's a lot of pressure and people are busy. And I feel like you know what needs to go into that testimonial. So use all the information they give you and rework it. Also, though, whatever they send you, try to use that as the base of the testimonial. You don't want to send something back to them that is dramatically different than what they sent you, because then they're going to feel like you just threw out what they wrote. And you only wanted to write what you wanted to write. So I'm giving you these little nuances because we want to respect the person that was kind enough to give us the testimonial. So that's why you kind of want to work back and forth with them. And you can be totally upfront and just say, I really want to make sure I showcase your experience in the best possible light. So let me know what you think about this. No worries. If you want to change any of it, you just let me know. I want you to be totally comfortable with it. So put the ball back in their court to give them the feeling that it's okay if they still want to tweak it once you've tweaked it. Okay. So I'm gone long enough on that topic, but I think it's important that the person that gives you the testimonial feels good about it, of course. Okay. So I've talked enough about making sure that the person who gives you the testimonial feels good about it. You get it. I just thought that was really important to bring up. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. My goal for this episode was to make sure that you really understood the difference between testimonials that sing and testimonials that flop. And that's why I wanted to break it up for you in terms of the who, what, where, When and how. And of course, we started with the why. Why are testimonials so incredibly important? And remember, I know it's so simple, but it's so perfectly said by Derek Helpern in that people want to know what other people think about you, especially when those other people have gone through your program and they've experienced what it is that you're all about and what you're offering. So you want to make sure that you have that social proof, and you want to put it in multiple places throughout all of your different marketing strategies. That part makes a huge difference for sure. So I want you to become a curator. I want you to start thinking about collecting testimonials, all different types of testimonials about you and your business and your team. And put together a little system, something super simple, so that you're taking screen grabs, you're putting them into some kind of a simple database on a Google Doc, so that you can refer back to and say, oh yeah, I forgot I had that testimonial. I can follow up with that person and see if I can use it here or there, wherever you want to use it. So that part is really important to stay organized, and this becomes a whole lot easier. Now, as a final reminder, remember that the freebie is something you got to get your hands on, the anatomy of a high converting testimonial. All you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 119 download. You can get it instantly there, or you can just text the phrase 119 download to the number 33444, and I will be sure to send it to you right away. Thank you so very much for being here with me today. Good luck on all of the testimonials that you're going to start collecting. I cannot wait to see you put them together so that you shine and your customers shine as well. So keep me updated on your progress and thank you so very much for tuning in. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. Bye for now.